Welcome to the Healthy Family Project podcast, covering the hot topics in the world of health, food, and family with a dose of fun. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Healthy Family Project podcast. This is our first video episode. So welcome. Uh, I'm doing it. I'm going to try it out. We'll see what you guys think. Be sure to leave us some comments or a few comments in the in the comment section here. Uh, we do have audio episodes, 84 of those available on your favorite podcasting site. If you'd like to go back and catch up, uh, we have lots of great topics. We cover tons of things around nutrition, food. We talk about mental health. Um you know, teaching kids financial stability and things in that nature, um, getting rid of clutter, anything around healthy lifestyle, we've we've covered it and we're open to ideas on what to cover next. So please leave those in the comments as well. Uh, today, we are talking to a registered dietitian. She is actually part of our dietitian team here at Healthy Family Project, new this year, and a wonderful person. And we're going to have her on today. She's going to talk to us about eating healthy on a budget, how to grocery shop. I know right now things are kind of tough for all of us at the grocery store. We're trying to make ends meet and things are expensive. And so if there's any way, I always like to say, um, I love to travel. So if I can save on something and put it to the travel fund, I am all for that. So hopefully Chelsea's going to help us today figure out how we can, um, whether it be travel or wherever else you want to move your money to um, be able to save a little bit and make some great choices while grocery shopping. So just a little bit of background on Chelsea. She is a registered dietitian. Um, She has a virtual private practice and nutrition communications company, which we'll link up to in our show notes. Um, She creates approachable recipes using simple ingredients. Love that. That's that's the way to go. Busy life. Um, And she helps her audience and clients save, um, save money, reduce food waste and cook healthy. So that's amazing. Um, That's kind of our our goal today is to get get all of that info And don't forget to join our Facebook group. We have the Healthy Family Project Facebook group. If you want to be part of that conversation, a continued conversation on this topic, Chelsea will be in that group as well as myself. Um, We'd like to carry on the conversations over there. Uh, Make sure you bookmark healthyfamilyproject.com. We house all of our podcasts there as well as our recipes and blog posts and just all kinds of great nutrition information. If you need tips on different produce items, food tips, everything is over there. So be sure to bookmark that website. And I guess I'll I'll quit talking here and we can jump in with Chelsea. Hi, Chelsea. Welcome to the Healthy Family Project podcast. You're on our first video recording. <laughs> yeah, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. <laughs> yes. Well, I'm excited. I know we've been doing this podcast for quite some time now, and we have done all audio. So here in 2023, you're also our first guest in the new year. So happy new year to everybody. Happy new year. <laughs> Yay! I feel like we need to like throw some confetti or something, um, but we will, which is 
just probably as great as throwing confetti is find out some tips on how to <laughs> afford the price of groceries at this time. So I know we were just chatting about all the TikToks out there about the cost of eggs and the memes and everything else. But um, so before we jump in, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, of course. So um, I am a Nashville, Tennessee-based registered dietitian nutritionist, and I own Chelsea LeBlanc Nutrition, which is my nutrition communications company and virtual private practice. So I offer one-on-one nutrition coaching and meal planning to help families save money, reduce food waste, and cook healthy meals that are fast, easy, and delicious. Um, So I grew up in a family of eight where budget-friendly meal planning was essential. And my parents were pros at it. I'm sure. I learned, yeah, it's a a lot. But um, but my families were pros at getting healthy, balanced meals on the table. And so I learned a lot of tips and tricks from them. Um, And yeah, so the rising cost of eggs and all groceries for that matter. (laughs) Yeah. I've been just crazy. So I'm excited to kind of dive in and, and share some helpful tips with y'all. Wonderful. Well, it sounds like you definitely have the experience and it gives me a little bit of hope of all my my budgeting and, you know, with my kids. I'm just like, did you even look at the price when I send them to go get something in the store and they come back? And I'm like, okay, go back, look at this, let's compare. So you give me hope knowing that you you carried on that from what you learned at home. All right. So let's get started with some tips for our listeners. So the scenario, I realize I'm spending way too much on my groceries and I want to make a switch, but still keep to healthier selections, which I know there is a huge myth out there that eating healthy has to be really expensive. So what would you recommend are the first steps to kind of making those changes and getting on track? Yeah, for sure. So I kind of like to break it down into two parts. So you've got like the prep work that goes into it before heading to the store and then kind of what to look for whenever you're at the store. Okay. So before heading to the store, I've got three tips. So the first one is going to be to make sure that you're checking out grocery store loyalty programs and then downloading the app for your most frequently shopped stores. So for example, I do a lot of our grocery shopping at Kroger and they've got a great loyalty program that will help to save you money on groceries. And you can even earn fuel points. So for gas, um, for every dollar that you spend. So like last year, I saved over $200 in groceries just by, you know, having their loyalty card. And I also usually because I don't have to get gas all that often, um, would usually save like 10 cents on the gallon every time that I get gas. That's great. I mean, (laughs) you know, you're saving money. Do they have, um, because I know a lot of the grocery stores here where I am have also have the digital coupons in the app as well. As as, So you get the perks. So you're actually, you know, getting the rewards where every once in a while for me, um, at Publix, I'll get like a $5 off your $70 purchase. I'm like, Oh, cool. I didn't even know that was there, but it's right. Yeah, it helps. And then the digital coupons, some of the things, the brands that we buy a lot of will pop in there. And I'm always excited for that. It's the same thing for me. Um, I guess they have like some type of system in their 
I guess, program that kind of tailors their their coupons to what your purchase history is. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that makes it super easy to clip the coupons because you're like, oh, I already used right. these things. This is fantastic. <laughs> it knows me. It knows me. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that just makes it a little easier. And plus, it's nice to have the digital coupon. So that, that way you're not like in and out. And <laughs> yes. <laughs> feel like I forget to like use the actual ones or leave them in the car or, or something. So yeah, for sure. Yeah. (laughs) So loyalty programs are a must. Yes. Loyalty programs. And then of course, using the digital coupons within the app is a a must. Um, So my next tip is going to be making sure that you're shopping your pantry, your fridge, your freezer, and creating a list based off of that. So you want to make sure that you're checking to see what you already have on hand and then making your grocery list. Because a lot of times we have stuff in our freezer, pantry, and, and fridge that need to be used or need to, or, or it's going to go bad, basically. Right. Uh, and so if we're not shopping and making our list based off of that or accumulating more food waste because we're eventually going to have to throw those things away. Right. And it's nice too, because it kind of gives you a starting point your list as well. Um, Then the other thing about having that grocery list whenever you're shopping, it'll help you to avoid impulse purchases that can really Mm. add up to. I have a problem with that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, oh, that's new. Right. Or I'm a sucker though, especially my kids. If they see something that, especially my younger daughter, she's more selective eater. If she sees something especially in frozen, I guess that's, you know, something new that's some muffin that's plant-based and full of nutrient, nutrition, whatever. And she's like, Oh, Uh can I try that? And I'm like, well, it's $9, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) Which I know. Yeah. So I have to, I have to be careful with that. I found that, um, doing grocery pickup for me, um, I, I'm such a, I don't want to say a penny pincher, but I definitely consider my budget. I love to travel. So it's funny in my brain. I'm like, wait a second, that's this much money that I could be putting aside for that trip to Greece I want to take. So like every little dollar, but so I do sometimes do the grocery delivery in a pinch, Mm -hmm. but grocery pickup has really helped me on those impulse buys because I do stick to my list and Mm -hmm. I have found time and time again, when I do the grocery pickup, I am very surprised at what I do save and looking at it like, wow, I must really be an impulse buyer because the (laughs) cost savings is quite significant whenever I do stick to my list. Mm -hmm. No, it makes a huge difference. And I love that you mentioned too, the pickup, just because that, it's the same thing for me. Like you're not tempted by the, the yeah. new exciting things. <laughs> or if you're shopping with somebody else, that's another thing too. Like, I think that it's always really, really good to like get your kids involved or your family involved. But I do feel like sometimes yeah. <laughs> it can make things a little challenging. Cause like, even when my husband and I go to the grocery store, he's like, Oh, these look good. Yeah. <laughs> and yep. I'm like, we don't need those. <laughs> yeah, but, I know. Yeah. So that's a big thing. Um, and then too, with using up the ingredients that you have on hand. Um, so there are a lot of different um, 
there's different programs and softwares and apps and that kind of stuff. But I found a free, um, it's like a recipe generator, basically. It's on um, Tesco Supermarkets website. Okay. So basically, if you have three ingredients, you can enter those three ingredients into their site and it'll populate recipes for you. Um, so for example, if I have I love spinach, that. Greek yogurt and um, I don't know, whole wheat pasta noodles in my pantry. I can put those three ingredients in there and it'll generate recipe ideas for me. Um, so that can be a really fun way to, you know, kind of meal plan and make things make things a little bit easier. I love that. And we'll link, we'll get that link and put it into the show notes for anybody that wants to find it. I consider myself a pantry chef. Yes. So I didn't realize this until I feel like it was like the pandemic. Also, I was like, hey, I'm a trendsetter because I already did this. Like I already, I, so it wasn't huge for me to not have to go to the store often because I do not, like, I like to go to the grocery store on Saturday or Sunday. And Mm -hmm. I really try not to go back the whole week, which is hard, (laughs) but um, I do usually base my recipes less on recipes that I find, although I do find some great recipes out there, yeah. but more so looking at the pantry or looking at my fridge and then doing the search of what am I going to mm-hmm. make with X, Y, and Z instead of then going out and buying X, Y, and Z. So that will be a good app for me or a good site. Yeah, for sure. It really helps. And it helps with the food waste too. So it's like, you know, yes. you're being mindful of that and also saving money. So it's a a win-win. For sure. All righty. And then the third tip kind of falls in line with the coupons, but it's checking out the, your weekly um, grocery stores app. So whichever grocery store that you go to Googling and seeing their weekly ads. So that way you can see what's on sale that week. Um, This is a great way to give you some ideas for recipes that you might eat throughout the week. Um, so I really like to check out the meat and fresh produce category because I feel like those two items are the ones that tend to be a little bit more expensive or pricey. Um, so for example, this week on our weekly ad, our shrimp, raspberries, and then salad packs were on sale. So I planned our weekly menu based on those things because they were there on sale. Right. No, that makes a lot of sense. I love those salad, the salad kits, my daughter, mm-hmm. My older daughter, um, I just, I buy those and I make wraps for her for her lunch to take to school. And it's so easy and she loves them. And I'm telling you, it's just so easy. <laughs> it is, yeah. Did I and say it was easy? <laughs> <laughs> and you're not having to buy like all the separate That's ingredients. it. Yes, yeah. that's it. So, so it makes a really big difference. Yeah, I think when she moves out, she may live on the salad. She may be the salad. That's all that's going to be in her <laughs> fridge is salad kits. Hey, high fiber, <laughs> lots of vitamins, minerals. Like, <laughs> yeah, they are far worse things. Yeah, true. <laughs> that is too funny. Um, yeah, so those are my three tips for before heading to the store. Um, and then whenever you're at the store, there's a few things that you can kind of look for to help you save money too. So like I was saying, I feel like the um, like our protein category, so our meat and then our produce, a lot of times can be more expensive. 
So we want to try to look for less expensive sources of these things. So that first one is going to be look for inexpensive protein sources. So meat can often be the most expensive component of a meal. So trying to look for things like our beans, lentils, edamame, nuts, peanut butter, Greek yogurt, eggs. I know that they're... <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> I know. Is, your, is one of your tips to buy chickens? <laughs> I know. Like, <laughs> seriously, though, like, it's, uh, it might be. <laughs> start raising your own, start raising yeah. your own chickens and having your own eggs and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, but even, yeah, so even things like uh, canned salmon or tuna, all of those things are great. And they're going to be a, a little bit less expensive than um, than our other portions of meat. I will say um, I've been seeing a lot on the canned salmon and canned tuna out there um, that just different recipes. I don't know if maybe it was, I don't want to say like, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is. I want to say frowned upon, but like people were like, oh, canned, you know, fish or canned mm-hmm. chicken or whatever. But I feel like there's new life with that. And I love to make uh, salmon burgers and I use canned salmon I get the boneless because I am I cannot stand to pick the bones out of there but the (laughs) the canned salmon boneless check the can unless you want to pick bones out um so inexpensive and it's great like you said great protein and you can really make a delicious meal with some of those things oh yeah for sure and like I'm I'm not a big like canned tuna or canned salmon person. Like just having it out and putting it on something like, yeah. I'm I've always been a little a little weird about that. <laughs> but there's a ton of really like you were saying great recipes that you can make with it, like salmon mm-hmm. patties or burgers or fritters yep. or whatever you want to call them. Um. So yeah, it's just getting you know you've got to kind of like. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Step outside, step outside your brain for a minute there. Exactly. Um, and then just get creative with it because it really can be a less expensive option, but really good and, and nourishing for you too. Um, so, and it's, yeah. it's kind of the same thing with, with beans. So beans are one of my favorites. They're super affordable. They're an excellent source of fiber, protein, key nutrients like iron, calcium, magnesium, phosphorus. Um, and they are a really great way to like add a more plant-based uh, right. protein source to your meal. Um, but of course, save you money because you're not having to use as much meat. Right. Um, if you're not ready to kind of like make that swap to having, you know, more of a, a, a full plant-based meal, um, I always like to encourage people to do half. So maybe like if you're doing um, tacos, like add in a little bit of black beans with those. Or maybe if you're making burgers, add some lentils into your burgers. So that way you're, you know, still getting that protein and that fiber, which will help to fill you up. But you're also able to significantly cut the amount of animal protein that you're using, which will help to save you money too. I know that our um, our vice president here at Healthy Family Project, she does a lot of, with her taco meat, she blends mushrooms. So she does a lot of the blending with the taco meat, which I need Mm -hmm. to do more of because I feel like there's a lot you could do there. Oh my gosh, there's so much. And like, even like if you're doing chicken, you could do like a white bean or a chickpea or something like that with it. 
the mm-hmm. ballet, it's kind of a little bit more, I guess, similar color-wise. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Something tells me you've interacted with people who are selective eaters. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, and a lot of it is we eat with our eyes. So, like, you want it yeah. to look kind of similar yeah. to what, what you're used to. So, um, True. that can be... No matter yeah. what age you are, I'm telling you, I... I yeah. Runs the... It's not just the kids. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> I'm guilty of it too. Like I've got, I've got my weird thing, so <laughs> I can understand. Yeah. All right. So we kind of talked about the, that protein. So now we can move into the produce. Um, yeah. So the first tip is going to be look for seasonal. Um, in-season produce is typically less expensive because it's more available. Yeah. Um also more eco-friendly and tasty. Y'all have a great guide. <laughs> we, I'm telling you, it's hilarious because I tell this, my daughter loves, my youngest loves strawberries. And and there's mm-hmm. strawberries, we're fortunate here in Florida. Um, but to have, we have two growing seasons. So besides like the heat of the summer, there's always something growing here. But um I tell her about strawberries. There's a little time frame that I'm like, okay, first of all, strawberries are way too expensive right now and they're not going to taste as good and they go bad really fast. So can you just wait until like Jan- like mid-January? And so it was funny that we we're talking about this because last night um, in my grocery order, I had two pints of strawberries and she was standing there and she goes, you are so right. She was like, these are the best strawberries. She's showing me, look at this. Look how beautiful they are. And I said, yes, I told you if you could just wait two weeks, you know, she was like, like enamored, which I was just like, yes, this is when I tell you. She was like, looks where they're from. And she's like, oh, because where we're located, she's like, look, this is only like an hour away. And I'm like, yes. That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah, it really does make a difference. Um, So that's, that's wonderful. I love the the resource that y'all have too on the healthy project family project page. You've got it broken down by months, which makes it super convenient. Um, Well, and I think because things are accessible all year round, Mm -hmm. which for me growing up, it was back in my day in the stone age, like my kids like to think, um, we really only had certain things at certain times of the year. Like they were, I was in Southwestern Pennsylvania. We, you know, kind of a rural area too. So that added an extra element of accessibility to things. But um, we really didn't have the way that I think kids now go into the produce department and you see every, almost everything mm-hmm. Every yeah, time you're in around. there. Yeah. And so it's hard to decipher, you know, and until you see the cost or if you really pay attention to the cost or you start really paying attention to the flavor or the, you know, country of origin or those types of things, not to stress anyone out and put too much work behind it. But I mean, it is, you know, just look at our, our like you said, our graphic on our website. If you take a peek at that, you'll be able to save money and I know with selective eaters having having one, um, if you're going to give someone something to try for the first time, it's better that it's in season. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
um, <laughs> at, at season's peak, because you may not get that chance again. You know, if you get them to say, yes, I'm going to try this cantaloupe or whatever it might be, you're going to want it to be. You want it to be good. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, you may, you probably won't get that chance again, or if you do, it's going to be really hard. So that it's like yeah. a first impression, right? You always say, you yeah. know, it's hard to reverse a first impression. So I think mm-hmm. that's kind of aligns with that as well. For sure. Yeah. Um, so we want to look for in season and then go with canned or frozen fruits and veggies. There's nothing wrong with our canned or frozen produce. Um, And it's usually either canned or frozen at the peak of the season. (laughs) So it is going to be, you know, better or sweeter or or whatever, just because whenever they they process it, it is at its peak season. Um, And it can save you a good bit of money. Um, And it's usually like as long as you're looking for ones, you know, that don't have um, as much added salt to it That's or added ask. sugar yeah. or syrups or anything like that. Um, a lot of times it's just, you know, frozen berries or frozen green beans or maybe, um, you know, beans and, and water. So right. it, it's, it's basically the same thing. It's just in a different form and, but it's so much less expensive. And so I feel like do it you, can be a great option. Do you have tips on, because I know we get this question a lot around the canned fruits and I guess the veggies too with the salt. So what I've heard is that by rinsing your um, canned veggies, you cut the salt in half. I don't remember where I heard that or where I read that. So please, no one call me out that I am sharing lies. <laughs> Maybe Chelsea, you can like, I, I got the you. expert. Okay, good. <laughs> you can I got you. Back me up. Yeah. So by rinsing your canned um, vegetables, it'll actually get 40% of the salt off okay. of it. You're, <laughs> I was close. I was you're close. super close. Yeah. <laughs> 40% of the salt. So, I mean, that's significant because really like whenever you look at it, you know, it might have 130, 100, like maybe, maybe let's just say 200 milligrams of sodium on it. But by rinsing, you know, draining it and rinsing them, you're significantly bringing that down and that's nothing in comparison to so many other foods that have a much higher sodium content. So, <laughs> so what about fruits? Is there something we should look for on the can? That's like I know some of them say in one hundred percent fruit juice, juice or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I would look. I would first look to see if you can find ones that are canned in water because you okay. know that you're not going to get any additional sugar from that. Um, the next thing to look for if you're not seeing the water is the fruit juice and its natural juices. Um, trying to avoid the ones that are canned in syrups or anything okay. like that, because that'll definitely add more um, more sugar to those things. But once again, you can rinse them, too. Right. And it's the same thing with the, the fruit juice and all that kind of stuff. You can rinse that off and that'll help to cut back on on some of the sugar. OK, perfect. Yeah. Um, and I know too that we were talking about before um before we started the podcast, just how different grocery stores in different places have different prices. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, sh- I, sh- yep. <laughs> I I shop at I think yesterday I was at three different grocery stores. Yep. And <laughs> it, it really makes a difference. Like you I know that you were saying you were doing a little bit of Aldi. Yeah. I've been doing Aldi for my produce because mm-hmm. it's, I mean, it's just significantly less expensive. Is that kind of what yeah. you found too? Um, or? 
yes, I I do some shopping at Aldi. I can't do my full list there usually. Mm-hmm. My family, they're creatures of habit. There's, I mean, there are certain things that they do like from there, but there are certain brands that they like from other places. Mm-hmm. But um, I will say there's also a Hispanic grocery store in our area as well mm-hmm. that has amazing produce that oh that's awesome yes i stopped in there to they're fairly new but someone had told me they had a great um hot bar and i was in oh, a pinch cool. I, I, I was in a pinch for dinner so i was driving i'm like you know what i'm gonna run in there and see what they have and so of course i cruised through the produce department i have to check it all out and I'm like, oh my gosh, these prices are really great and really, I mean, quality produce. So I feel like that's, I mean, it's going to take a little bit of extra time, but mm-hmm. again, if I can go to Greece. <laughs> right. Like, it's going to like weigh it out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of like a, a time versus cost thing. And, and like you said, like, I, I want to go to Greece too. So <laughs> yeah, seriously, I know everybody needs to put like whatever your goal is. Maybe it's not Greece. Maybe it's just like go, I don't know, go to the beach or stay yeah, over. Right. So I mean, for me, it's all about travel and going and seeing mm-hmm. things. But whatever it is for you, I feel like, um, what is it worth? You know, it's like okay, save a Definitely. little bit of money. And now I used to when I would just go to one grocery store. I used to feel like, well, I can't go anywhere else because I know this gross. Like I can go exactly where I need to go. I'm like, right. a, I'm like a ninja in here. I could tell <laughs> you like exactly where everything is. But I mean, once you step out of that and go somewhere new, you're going to learn where you learn it quickly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. I do. I do know what you mean, because it is a little yeah. intimidating to like go in somewhere new and you're like, oh, I don't know if they're going to have this or whatever. I, you will crack up. This is the first time I'm sharing this. This is like a vulnerable moment for me. Mm-hmm. I have Googled in a grocery store because I feel like embarrassed to ask, which don't feel embarrassed to ask people. This is just me and my own problems. But I have Googled like, where would I find the blank in a grocery yeah. store? And it's like, <laughs> actually, these are typically found near the whatever. And I'm like, okay, I know where those are. And I like, <laughs> I go there, but yeah, ask your, ask your people in the store because they're super knowledgeable and can usually point you in the right direction or you yeah. can Google it like me. <laughs> hey, you know, either way works. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I love that. <laughs> oh man. But, um, but yeah, so we talked about the protein. We talked yeah. about the produce. Um, the next tip is going to be buying generic or store brand. Once again, nothing wrong with going with um, the generic options, especially for things like our salt, sugar, dried pasta, rice. Right. They literally have the same ingredients as. <laughs> I know. I know. I I had to learn this. My um, My husband would actually stand there and show me the yeah (laughs) you know the ingredients and the nutrition labels and I'm like okay they are exactly the same actually I'm like well there has to be something added in there and he's like no (laughs) and now some things I like I will say that there are some things that like I taste the difference in generic versus the brand name and so like I end up getting the brand name but there's a lot that you just really can't tell the difference and um, I read a statistic somewhere 
I think that it's that Americans spend, I want to say it was like, don't, don't quote me on this. I was going to say, be, be careful, Chelsea. <laughs> I know, I know. It was, it was like billions of dollars extra, like on generic or on brand name foods versus ge- the generic product. And it's like, yeah, why? <laughs> yeah. And like you said, I think it's just all the, uh, the case of trying it comparing the labels and then deciding again where's your scale you know for us there's there's several yogurt brands which I agree Mm -hmm. they're I gotta buy the brand I I I taste the difference (laughs) and I I don't really the price I'm like you know what it has to cut somewhere else because this is the yogurt we want to buy but um Yeah, I think that you just kind of look at that and say, like, what are my, like, these are the things here. And then these are the other things that can kind of go into this, this mm-hmm. bucket. So, yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, and then my final tip, and this might sound like a silly one at first, is it's don't shop silly. hungry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just saw it over here on my screen. And yeah. I'm like, that is not a silly tip because I will tell you what shopping hungry will do and it is not good Uh, shopping hungry alone or shopping hungry with my kids it's like oh my goodness oh yeah yep I feel like everything you know the chips the cookies everything just looks a lot more tempting (laughs) whenever you're hungry yeah it really does that that candy bar looks looks delicious or oh my gosh those cookies like oh my goodness I need those um we always get uh the two for two for one two for a dollar smart food popcorn at the register gets gets me every time (laughs) (laughs) I'm like how many of these do I need they're a dollar (laughs) but at least you're picking you know a fiber filled option so that's (laughs) that's good Um, but yeah, so making sure that, you know, it, and it could be something as simple as like keeping like a pack of nuts or a protein bar or something like that in your purse. So that way, like if you enter into the grocery store and you're like, oh, I'm a little hungry, just snack on that. Yeah, <laughs> so that way it'll help. I've been doing that actually. Um, I am, which this will be a, a little brand plug for them, but Nature's Bakery um, I grew up on Fig Newtons, which mm-hmm. I just, I love, fig, I will always love Fig Newtons. Yeah. <laughs> but um, Nature's Bakery, they make fig bars that uh, are delicious and they truly fill me up. Like there's That's two, awesome. two uh, bars in a pack and I have been doing that. I actually have been keeping one in my car, one in my, one in my bag, just so I am not like, not, one, so I'm not like passing out hungry, but also so that I am not either going into the grocery store or making decisions on food purchases, you know, based off of me being hungry. Cause sometimes I feel like in life, you're just like, which is bad, but moving so quickly that especially mm-hmm. for me when I'm by myself and I don't have anybody else to feed, I'm not often, I'm just like, just keep going. You're good. You're yeah. good. You're going to eat soon. Not, yeah. not don't, <laughs> don't do that. Chelsea will tell you that's not yes. good. That's not good. <laughs> I'm working no. on it. I will tell you, I am working on it. It's one of my New Year's resolutions it's yeah. to keep myself feeling full. So mm-hmm. nourished. Yeah. yeah. It's important, but it's, but it's hard to do. Like I, 
even even me, like as a dietitian, like like you said, like you get busy and you're you're go go go, and then you're like, oh my gosh, it's already two o'clock, and I haven't had lunch yet. And <laughs> um, so yeah, so keeping keeping snacks like that on hand is a really good way to, to make sure. <laughs> hey, this is going to be our next podcast episode. I, I think. know. <laughs> I'm like, okay, we can segue into into a whole new topic. I here. know. Seriously, I know. My neighbor is a. Um, health and wellness coach and she's on me all the time when I see her out walking the dog she's like what'd you eat for breakfast I'm like um <laughs> she's like um, you know <laughs> you need to eat every you know every meal and you need to have a certain amount of nutrients all the things I know <laughs> you know I'm like okay so I'm like trying to make it a point to to get that food in but okay so we covered a lot today I oh, think yeah. that we, anybody listening can walk away. These are some really great tips. And I do honestly think that everybody can eat healthy and on a budget and it's doable. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. <laughs> um, okay. So before you go, I have to do a quick this or that with you. Yeah. I feel like my kids have been doing this. We've been doing this at dinner time. Actually, it's a fun, especially if you have older kids who are starting to talk less. I don't have that. I, my kids became teenagers and everyone said, they're going to stop. T- they're going to stop talking to you. And, and I'm like, when does that happen? Because <laughs> it doesn't happen yet. <laughs> <laughs> no, not that, I'm, not that I wish for them not to talk to me, but I'm right. also like, oh my gosh, they've been talking for 16 years straight. I don't know. Um, so anyway, this is it a fun, like you might miss that. <laughs> I know someday it's going to be so quiet and I'm not going to know what to do. Yeah. Um, so I feel like this is a good, fun thing to do with your kids at the dinner table. So I'm going to go through here and you're going to tell, you're going to have to pick one of these. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. So fun. All right. Okay. Coffee or tea? Coffee for sure. <laughs> Mountains or beach? Beach. Tacos or hamburger? Oh, this one's tough. I feel like I eat more tacos and make more tacos, but I love a good cheeseburger. So mm. cheeseburger. <laughs> All right. This is an interesting one. So are the cups in your cupboard right side up or upside down? They are right side up and my cupboard is super full. So there are cups within the cups. <laughs> That's an extra element of this, this or that. I got to add yes. that for the next guest. All right. Do you prefer phone call or text? I prefer phone call, but I text more. Okay. <laughs> and then pancake or waffle? Pancake. Okay. Well, in <laughs> my daughter, I was my youngest. I was sharing some of these with her and she was like, why didn't you ask? for French toast also in there. I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> good, uh, good extra. <laughs> I'd still pick pancake, but. <laughs> yeah. Those are so uh, fun. I love that. Yeah. What a fun thing to do at the dinner table too. Cause there's, I mean, so many different categories that you can yes, do with Yes, believe me. I was searching through cause I wanted to start doing something fun like that on the podcast. And mm-hmm. I thought, wow, there are so many 
thing and so many questions like that that are so fun. So, well, thank you for joining me today to kick off the new year. And I know we're heading into National Nutrition Month. So I think that shopping on a budget will be top of mind and shopping healthy. So thank you for all your tips. Now, can you tell everybody listening and watching, we're on video now, um, (laughs) can you tell everybody where they can find and connect with you? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Thank you so much for having me. Um, So you can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Chelsea LeBlanc and then the letters R-D-N. And then my website is just ChelseaLeBlancRDN.com. I also have a free budget-friendly meal planning um, or meal plan on my website. And y'all are welcome to download that if you're interested, just to kind of help you get started with the meal planning. And um, it's got some great recipes and a grocery list. I'll make things a little bit easier too. Yeah. Okay. So we'll definitely, if you're listening, not watching, um, we'll, I got to get used to this. Um, We will link to it in the show notes, but I guess if you're watching, you'll have the show notes somewhere here below. Oh, I got to start doing that. Check out the comments. Leave it. (laughs) So, so now as we close out, um, please leave us a rating. If you like the healthy family prop, project podcast, please leave us a rating and a comment. It'll only help us to continue to create a healthier generation. You can find me in the Healthy Family Project Facebook group. If you haven't joined, please go ahead and join. And then you can find Healthy Family Project on all of the social media outlets out there. There's a long list of them, so I'm not going to list them, but we're on all of them. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Well, thank you so much, Chelsea. It was great to talk to you today. Thank you. It was so great talking with you, Amanda. (laughs) Be sure to subscribe. Talk soon. Talk soon.